Welcome everybody, you're on Mind Your Biz. And we have Theo from Redesign Hub. Uh, let's welcome to our very curious audience on Mind Your Biz. How are you doing, Theo? Really good, really good. Thank you for having me. Thanks I'm for really coming. excited actually about this. Excellent. So tell us about your, your business. Uh, tell us about your mission, what you're doing. <laughs> so the mission is uh, we're trying to change the world. <laughs> Basically, Redesign Hub, we are building it to become a social network platform for construction professionals. So we're trying to mix construction, interior design, and real estate within one platform, where the idea is that no matter what you're looking for, even as a customer side, you can find what you need. It can be a product, it can be professional, it can be advice. Uh, you know, we all have this thing that we're trying to design a house or decorate something or we want to buy or we want to move, but we just don't know how to do it or who to talk to or are the advice that we're going to get be the right one? Like, where do we go to find those products? How do I know if I'm getting ripped off or not? And then doing this for many years, uh, there's not really any guidance. And I've seen people with like 20 years of experience coming to see me for advice. And I'm like, come on, I should be coming to you for advice. So seeing this for the last two to five years, I was like, okay, we need to change. We need to create a community of people that are in this world that can we can reach out to each other in order to move forward in the right direction. So that's why we opened Redesign Hub. Excellent. So it sounds like you're micro niching and getting a power group together that's very synergistic as opposed to um, like an Angie's list that has everything under the sun. Yeah. So all those platforms like Angie's List, House, Yelp, I've worked with all of them. And the thing is that their strategy is not really about reliability or trust. They get a bunch of people to sign up as professional. And I don't want to talk bad about them, but I haven't had a good experience about those guys. And basically what they do is they will retrieve the customer information. And they'll, so they'll get your information. Let's say you want to redo your kitchen. You fill out, I'm doing kitchen. I have 20 grand. I'm in whatever city. And they'll send it out to 10 different contractors that do kitchen. Not really with any vetting. They'll just tell them, hey, this guy has 20 grand. He's there. He's ready to buy. Just go. And so the next day you receive 20 phone calls from ABC company. They can be the biggest crook. You never really know. And then you end up like getting 10 different quotes. You don't have any guidance. And if something goes wrong, you're in the middle. Like you directly working with them. So if something goes wrong, you kind of screw it. And the guy, you're just a one-time customer. It doesn't care. So I haven't had any good experience. I know one person out of 40 person that I work with, I had one good experience because he was in like in the middle of Aspen by himself doing high-end Italian kitchen. But all the other guys, like they charge a fortune as a professional to advertise and they break it down per section. And then like they add on a bunch of different things. So bottom line, you pay a fortune to get clients that are not even vetted. So you still need your sales team. You still need something. And as a customer, there's no trust in between. They just want to make money off you. Like they just want to make money off the professionals. So they just pump you leads, but doesn't get you anywhere. So as a customer, you don't get the product that you could get. Like there is in Miami, for example, 150 kitchen people. If you Google kitchen fabricator, you'll find five. Two on a house, uh, 16 on, on Google, but you don't know which one is the best for your price, for your budget, for your time frame. So there's not, and there's nobody to guide you. You just have to figure it out on your own. 
as an interior designer, I was struggling to find the right people. So as a customer, when it's not your experience, like it's a nightmare. So we're like, okay, this is, I'm over this. So what we did is we combined everybody and we took it and we put it into a directory platform. So basically any consumer or any designers or any contractor that's doing a project is looking for something specific can come to a platform and really be like, okay, nail nail the one that I need and find exactly the one that I need. And we are here to guide them and help them along the way with different tools, services on the phone and stuff like this. So we've tested it and it's like, we've had amazing results and we've been able to help so many businesses reach out to clients that they never even heard of. And that's like, for me, has been life-changing to be honest. Well, that's beautiful. So now is this local, like, is this global? Is this nationwide? Is this uh, in a specific state? So we are, so right now we've, we've launched in Miami. Uh, we've signed up over 200 people in the, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and the goal is to be reaching out and getting it all over the US. Um, we, what we did is we actually set it up so it's free at the beginning. So anybody anywhere can sign up. And then what we have after is we have packages upgrade. But my dream would be to make it free for everybody. But oh, unfortunately, I don't live on love and water. So we made it so... We have like little packages from 47 to $87 a month, which is less than the lunch between you and I, or like it's really affordable. And the idea is that we take each businesses, we create articles about them, we create interviews, then we sponsor ads onto their specific business. So we push their specific business. We don't just send out to 12 people. And when leads come in, we vet those leads, we take them, we say, okay, you're looking for a kitchen, you're looking for a floor, you're looking for a carpenter. What is it exactly? What price points? What things? And we send it only to one person exclusively for three days. So they have the time to interact, to see. And if it doesn't work out, they send it back to us and we deal with them. But then like this is not like competing against each other. The client, when it comes to us, he's not asking for the cheapest. He's asking for the best for his money. And that's, I think, the most important because you can go for cheaper. You can and go to Home Depot like everybody else, even though Home Depot is becoming really expensive. But uh, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the idea. So we are opening it right now. Like I'm in San Francisco this week. Uh, I'm going back to Miami next week. We're pushing it in Miami just to get the core audience and really get the interaction and everybody. But we're opening it everywhere. Like in the next six months, I want to be in every city. Wow, well, you, that's the goal. Well, you're starting in a great city. I was just out there in Miami and Woo! There's a lot of building and construction and flipping and buying and selling and that place is wild. What is going on? It's it's been insane. I've been I've been there for two years now. And before COVID, I had a showroom with a co-working space and we were doing extremely well. But then I wanted to actually scale this business. So I was like, okay, a showroom is not gonna help me. So I closed this and now we moved it online. But like the industry. Everything. So we have a few clients that are doing condominiums and uh, others that are already doing residential. The prices are all over the place. We cannot find labor. We cannot find product. But one of the problems is not they cannot find it. Is they don't know where to find it. So when we were doing our test market, we did uh, little things. I type uh, lighting lighting stores Miami, right? And I ended up into Brickle. I'm sure you've been there. It's like where it has all the buildings. There is seven stores of lighting. We show up in front of the store because we wanted to introduce ourselves, introduce the platform. The store doesn't exist. It's a business address in the building. Wow. And so 
we had seven people. We had only two stores that existed. Wow. And I was with a guy and we literally made a video that we're going to publish on YouTube soon because it's like, it's a joke. It's like, you look at this and you're like on the map, it's right here. And then we called it like, no, it's a business address. I'm like, so it's my job to find lighting for my clients. If I'm a client, how do you expect me to do this? Then they end up on like going to CB2 and things like this, where the quality is not great. The price is still really high. And then when they're in the city, they don't even know what's around them. So I had a wallpaper guy that's two blocks away from my house. Nobody knows he's there because he's only on Google and nowhere else. I'm like, okay, then we need to fix this. Like that, there's a, there's a need to fix like local suppliers should be able to find local customer easily. It shouldn't be needed to go around or like, oh, as a customer to end up on Ikea or end up on Home Depot or on CB2, on Wayfair or all those websites. There's everything we need in our city. So like, let's centralize it. So when we need something, we go into one place. Hopefully it will become redesignable. It's a long term goal. Excellent. So what gave you the courage to, you know, go from a designer to really trying to start a, a major platform? I mean, this is a big task. This is a lot of work. This is a big mission. It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, it's a really good question. I've, I ask myself every day, like, why am I getting myself into this? Why don't I just keep doing like, <laughs> well, what I was doing before, which was uh, profitable and easy. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it's because no matter the clients that I was working for or the customers that I was working for, they always had the same problem. And when I, I arrived into a city, I arrived into Miami two years ago to open an, on my own showroom. My parents, like, uh, they own a distribution for Italian cabinets, really high end. And they said, Theo, we have a partner, just go there. And they sent me there, built me a display, but give me no money and just told me, figure it out. Like, okay. So I had to build myself a network into a city that I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any installers. I didn't have any logistics. I didn't have any finances, advertising, nothing behind me. I still sold for 1.2 million of cabinetry in a year. Wow. First year. Hustle. Yeah. Hustle. So, but I was able to figure out the things that most people could not figure out. I'm like, hold on, but where am I going? Like, how do I meet people? How do, so I, I like start searching, looking at all those apps that exist and all those kind of things. And so we then open, I opened another store and this store had a co-working space and a showroom and we were renting out space. But what I did is like, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to limit myself to two product or five product like most of those stores. We carried 1,600, 1600 brands. Ooh. So we had everything from like really affordable to extremely expensive products. So if a client come like you, for example, you come in and you be like, okay, I'm doing my apartment or I'm doing my house. We have product for whatever you're looking for, for whatever price point and time frame. You're like, I need it in six weeks. I need it in 12 weeks. I need it in 24 weeks. I'm building a condominium. It's going to take me three years. We had the network and the connection to plug the people together. So it started like this as like a community around a space. And I'm like, hold on this we can actually scale it so then we started selling memberships to designers because we became the designer's best friend they would call us and be like and send us a list of everything they needed from the faucets the cabinets the people the blah 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 and my team and i which were only designers were just searching and looking and i had to train my designers to look at things differently from what they learned from school and be like okay this is time sensitive this is price sensitive it needs to be happening and it's we need to have 
20 different things in a project. But we did it so fast that at the end of the day, it was profitable. So I was like, okay. And then now we open it online. So we're trying to connect people to an online platform. So instead of them calling me a hundred times a day, I send them to a platform and they do it, they do it themselves because it's, it was, it's not physically possible otherwise. So you thought you were going to get less calls, but you just added a hundred times more work to your play. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. But in the long term, if at the end of the day, if nobody tries to tackle the problem, it's always going to be existing. And the, the construction industry is like most people that are successful are older. They're like, they have 20, 15 years of experience. They've had mentors. They've made mistakes. They're in their 40s, 50s. Like my dad has a store in Santa Barbara, California. He's in his 50s. He's doing really well. He has word two miles. He's fine. But like most of the guys that I met are like this. So in order to change an industry, we around technology, when you have older people, it's difficult. So that's my biggest challenge. But there is a few problem they're adding to this that really forced me to want to finish this is that I met a bunch of designers. They are young. They have a hard time finding job. They have a hard time understanding the industry. And I'm like, and then there's this thing where you're a customer, you're afraid of using an interior designer because you don't know how they charge, what they're going to charge. And I've seen it. I've worked with 10 different interior designers. They all charge differently. Some will mark up the product, some will charge a fee, some will do both, some don't tell you what they do, but they make money behind. Like, so when you're a customer, you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna hire the interior designer, it's gonna cost me 30% more than what I should spend, which most of the time is not true, but you don't know who to talk to or how to talk to. So the designers have a hard time getting clients and the clients don't take designers. But when you can find a designer that works for you, your house, the, the, what you can build, is completely different. It's like amazing and I've seen it. I've seen really good collaboration, but like it's the same. Some people, and I'm sure maybe you personally, you hire an interior designer, they're like modern and you're a traditional guy or the other way around and you don't match and you're like, I hate using interior designers. She doesn't understand me. I don't like it, which 90% of the people that I work with say. And I'm like, you know what? That's not true. There is the, the right one at for your price. You just don't know where to find them. So, and that in every industry, every industry, like we had uh, the biggest challenge right now that we're trying to fix is uh, uh, employment. There's a lot of people looking for job and there's a lot of people looking to hire, but there's not one platform that allows you to do it. LinkedIn is good for larger company, but when you're a small shop or you have a under five or 10 employee, you're not really specifically on LinkedIn. A few people are not. So it's hard for them to hire people. And those guys that work in this industry, they're not on LinkedIn. Most of them don't know how to use it, employees. So they don't have one platform where they can find each other. And I'm like, come on. And I was the first one struggling. I was the first one finding employees. Then what I did is I ended up connecting with the school and finding all the girls that were doing their master in interior design and hiring them from there. So, but most people want to have the access to this, but don't have the time to do it or don't take the step to do it. So I was like, okay, let's sign up all those people, put them under one platform so they can start interacting with each other. Excellent. I hope that answers your so, question. So tell, tell me the hardest part of getting this platform started. What were some of the challenges or things you may would have done differently that would have made it easier for you? Because there's a lot of business owners that watch us and entrepreneurs and are always looking for ways to 
or better ways to uh, go about their startups and avoid mistakes. So tell us some of the biggest challenges in getting this platform going. My biggest challenge is right now is to get my name out there because like it's like everything when you launch something new that is different like if i was launching a subscription program for a product like okay i'm selling a banana you buy it you receive every month that's easy but when you're launching something that is new the most difficult thing is to make people understand what you're doing different and that's what not only costs money because you need to advertise it not only takes time because you need to present it to people um so that has been and it's still my biggest challenge because I'm not Facebook. I don't have hundreds of millions in backing yet to be able to get the word out there. So it's really like a step-by-step -step of managing the cash flow, of advertising the right people, of signing the right amount of people in order to be some kind of positive cash flow in order to just reach out to more people. Um, I don't have the answer of how to do it differently yet <laughs> it's just uh, the thing is like it's the step by step it's like uh, every day i'm waking up every day i'm like okay who am i going to talk to today that's going to get me closer to talking to more people and to get this product because a networking platform or a community platform it only works if you have people using it so for that you need your core starter people that are like really enthusiastic understand and that's what i love this is the only fuel that i have is that when i meet someone new and i explain them what i'm trying to do they get super excited they're like dude we need this like where have you been and i've literally people told me where have you been we need this tell me how i can help you and then i say you know what it's just simple sign up it's free start using it let me show you how to use it and then they start using it and then they talk about their friends i'm like who do you can recommend so we're working to building this trust to referral programs and referring each other um but other than that that's still my biggest challenge <laughs> <laughs> no i hear you it, it, it's to get big, the word out there man it's a big mission but i think it's great you're trying to micro niche something because there's just these big platforms you get lost in and this is very specific to a very specific industry so I think it's it's a great idea um, and a lot of you know homeowners and property owners they're lost when they're looking for people they don't know who to trust they don't know who to go to so I think this is a you know a good solution to that problem thanks yeah I I basically built something that I wish existed in two aspects one as a customer I moved from friends initially, then to Santa Barbara, then to LA, then I went to Miami and then San Francisco. So I moved it to all kinds of places and discovered new areas. And every time you start from zero, you have two connections and they help you, but you always like, okay. And then when you need something, you end up on internet, trying to find things online that will be delivered before next year. And it's, it's a challenge. So that was something I'm like, okay, as a customer, where the hell do I go? Like, I just don't want something to design thing and buy my furniture from CB2. Like I'm old enough, that's enough. But then also on a professional side, when I had to move areas or when I went, because we opened, we opened dealers all over the US with my parents. So I was like, every time everybody had the same problem and every time hiring people, finding customers, building your marketing, opening a store, it's challenging. And I was like, some people that have been there for 20 years in the same place are fine. Those guys don't need us, even though we have a lot of things we can offer, but most don't. 
I've seen contractors, what really like made me want to do this is that I've had two contractors work with me in the same industry. They were all French contractors. At the beginning, they, were, they didn't have enough clients. So they were like, oh, I'm struggling. I don't have enough clients. Okay. So we helped them. They build their momentum. They got their clients. Then they're like, okay, now I have too many clients. I'm late on this, this, and this. I don't have the time to vet new people. And it was, they were contractors. So they didn't have time to get new plumber, new blah, blah, blah. So they, they ended up being late, not doing the right kind of job, and then losing clients and then building a bad reputation. So they came to me and be like, hey, and it was amazing. In one week, I had three contractors in the same group of people calling me saying, we have a problem with our window guys. Like, what do you mean? Yes, this guy, this guy, and this guy. They all had the same problem because they kind of knew each other. They used the same resources. So when one fell, all fell. And so I was like, guys, especially in Miami, there's hundreds of guys that do windows. Why don't you go and find someone else? Like, you, you know, it's been the, the third project that you have a problem. And then you forget, like, six months after, you're like, oh, he gave me a good price, like, whatever. But you forget the nightmare that you had, the money that you lost, and same as a consumer. So I'm like, change that change the guy and then so they came to me we spent a week we did research we investigated we saw people we got quote we compared them there was three thousand dollar difference with the other guy but the service was a hundred times better and the guy and then now they use this one and then if this one failed then we'll replace him or we'll like if he's missing installers he'll call us and be like hey we need more installers who do you have in your network that you can use and then we'll connect installers to his network so they can all like grow together that's the goal of our platform is that we want to all do a great job so we can be in this industry for a long time. That's how I saw it. So if we can help people just keep growing, keep improving, keep learning also, because we don't just sign like a plumber or electrician or things like this. We also have a full marketing section. So anybody that does advertising or interviews into things like this can sign up. So they can help you promote your business in different areas. Depending on what you say, we're signing up brands, we're signing up lawyers, we're signing up bankers. You want to do a loan, you need a mortgage, you need to refinance. Who do you need to talk to in your area? Which, which one has the best rate? You'll find them in our platform. So it's, just, it's not just a, I need to fix my sink. It's like we're focusing on business, we're focusing on development, on real estate. That's really important. Excellent. Um, so where do you see... The future of construction, because there's a big boom going on. I don't know if it's because of the turnover of properties or these conversions to, to make Airbnbs out of everything. Like, what's going on in construction? <laughs> Honestly, um, I've been in this for, what, 10 years. Construction slows down, but it never stops. Uh, because everybody that I know that is really wealthy, it can be in the millions or in the billion they all go into real estate. At some point, if we have money, we're into real estate. So we can own, we can rent, we can do all those kind of things. But bottom line, it might slow down. Like in 2008, it slowed down. Recently, it slowed down. But like Miami exploded. Most places exploded. So prices went up. So even if it's slowed down, it still works. Like one actually things that my parents experienced in first hand is that uh, during the Trump election, we had three months of zero income. Imagine in a store that's been here for seven years and then for three months, all your clients are telling you, we're gonna wait. We don't know what's gonna be happening. And you have all your payroll. So 
we were like really worried, like what's going to happen? Like, but then it picked back up like crazy. Same after COVID. During COVID, my personal sales went from extremely well to pretty much zero for three months. Everybody told me, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Okay, I'm waiting, but I have employees, I have rent. Like, I can't wait. Like, I'm in an industry. But then we doubled our revenue to, when we reopened. So it's going to slow down. Like, this crazy about like uh, everybody now is renting and uh, buying and stuff in, in Miami like it's insane and here in San Francisco uh, we sell houses in a week like I have an example a friend of mine she listed a property for 2.4 it sold a week after all cash into uh, for 285 unbelievable unbelievable and there was three offer at the same price I'm like so it's a little crazy right now but it's it's gonna it's gonna slow down it's gonna come back to more normal there's more development Miami is the, was the place to be for the last six months. Oh yeah, I know you. Pro, I don't know if you've been there, but I was there. It was crazy. Over it was there. amazing. Um, so tell everybody where they yeah. can where they can find you, where they can sign up, or if they're a property owner and they, okay. they just need to find someone <laughs> that they can rely on. So yeah, the the idea now is like we're looking as many people that want to be be part of this network, uh, and it's called Redesign Hub. So RedesignHub.com. Uh, Insta the Instagram is the same as redesign hub, redesign.hub and they can find me at Theo RDH. So they can contact me directly. I pretty much answer all my messages when it comes to social media. Uh, and yeah, we want as many people that are in this industry to come and join us. Yes. We have, um, about the product in a, in a brief second, we built, um, some kind of, it looks like Facebook a little bit. It's like a private newsfeed that anybody can interact with each other. So you can find people, you can find product, you can send messages, add them as friends and things like this. And then we have a directory where people can just list their business and then customer can find, filter, find exactly what they need and then connect with them directly, send them messages. We don't filter anything. We don't keep customers information. Everybody's free to talk to each other. That's my goal. Excellent. Well, there clearly is a problem and you're trying to solve it. So, you know, kudos to you, Theo. Yeah. We, we appreciate, you know, people trying to stimulate community and collaboration. So I wish you a lot of luck on Redesign Hub. And thanks for telling us about Thank your you. business and the struggle. And we wish you a lot of luck. <laughs> and uh, again, thanks Thank for letting you. us, you know, mind your biz. Okay, thanks, guys. Take care, Theo. Bye.